Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situation, and a simulcast of love-struck guys, various romantic interests, and overprotective best friend, high school antics, and convention news. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Listener and viewer discretion is advised. Spark and Manga View, episode 510. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga View. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Hope you're doing well out there, and hope you're excited for another fun-filled episode of this awesome podcast. You can find it at www.sparkin.com or on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Sparkin. Remember to like, share, and subscribe, hit that bell for notification, and with that in mind, let's actually get to it because I'm excited to talk about this manga that we have spun for today. Because if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one that only the Wheel of Manga, Nick Dictator TV, they're reviewing a manga that was written by Minami Mizuno and published by Shuisha and Viz Media, meaning it's brought over by, yes, that one that only we're talking about, uh... Besides Margaret, this originally came out in February of 2012 to 2017. It, uh, there are 15 volumes, plus a spinoff, plus a live-action movie. This has been very popular and has a great cult following, and there's an anime series. I actually have never watched the anime series. I never heard about this manga until recently, and I've got to say, I've got thoughts. Uh, this is a shoujo series that is a romantic slice-of-life series that is known simply as... Romantic Days. And Romantic Days is the story of four friends who are obsessed with love. They love it, it's the best thing ever, and it's really important to them to get it done. And our main character is actually Natsuki Hashibi. Uh, Natsuki is a hopeless romantic who loves love. He's kind of delusional about it, that's got to be pure and innocent. Maybe it's because he lives in a family of all women and he's the only boy. But he embraces and loves love so much. He's also the little brother that gets all the hand-me-downs from his sisters who are all fashionistas. So he has expensive watches, expensive clothes, but it's not really his. They're actually kind of poor. But he loves love and that is his whole shtick. And he has three best friends that he is totally all about. We have Tomoya, Keiichi, and then of course we cannot forget Tsuyoshi, also known as Suyopan. And they are his ride-or-die best friends who are there for him. They help him out, and they're all very different. And they all have their own opinions about love in general. First off, let's get to the first one. We've got uh, Tomoya. He's a playboy, or thinks he's a playboy. He's the guy that tries to juggle five girls and thinks they're not going to find out that he is juggling five girls. He thinks about this in kind of an insane way. We're like, wait a minute, you're really trying to juggle all these girls to work out? And this doesn't really work out all the time, but he's someone who apparently does eventually better himself. But his thing is, he's all about the chase and about spending time with more girls because he likes the act of, you know, being with someone, caring about someone. It would be wrong if he had multiple versions of that. Nothing wrong with that. Then we have Keiichi or Keichan. Keiichi is a little brother of their teacher. More importantly than that, he's a guy who seems really nice and helpful and the best person ever. However, he's really a sadomasochist. He is the person who carries a whip around. He is a kind of abusive to his girlfriends. Treats them a little bit too, like, kneel for me, dog, and things like that. And they're into it. And apparently his brother, who seems like this really nice teacher, is actually ten times worse than he is. He says, yeah, this guy's M25. Meaning he's way worse than he is. And then last and not least, like I said, we had uh, Tsuyoshi. Or Suyopan, who's constantly out of school because he's sick or he's off playing video games. And he's a super otaku. He reads manga, plays video games. He's the smartest one, gets high marks. 
also he is obsessed with Dojinchi and he has a girlfriend that has does not disappear. Like he's the one stable relationship, the one you think would not be the stable relationship. Uh, but that is his thing. And these four friends work together to have an amazing time in school and just find love in general. And what happens is that it actually opens up in a prologue where it is Christmas and Natsuki finally has his first girlfriend, this girl that's really nice to him and seems to care a lot about him. So his friend's like, yeah, this is cool. We could do something for Christmas. It'll be great. It'll be awesome. And they go to meet her and she's okay, but she's a little weird. He thinks that they're embarrassing him because they're just crazy friends. But over time, we discover the fact is that she's not a good person. She saw his watch and his clothes and she's like, hey, he's rich. He's going to be the guy that's going to pay all his way for me. He's going to pay for everything possible. And then I'm going to have all the guys and it's going to be, I'm going to have all the stuff I want and it's going to be great. And his friends who see this gold digger are like, yeah, dude, this girl's a gold digger. What's wrong with you? And Natsuki is so into love and he's a hopeless romantic. He doesn't believe it. He's like, no, there's no way guys. There's no way that she's a gold digger, that she's evil and that she just wants money from me that's not what's going on that's not the case i don't believe you i don't want to be your friend anymore so he ends up going off it's day before christmas they're doing their own thing one's going to be juggling with five girls one is going to be having some whip time with his uh pet and he's going to get his girlfriend he goes to buy a gift for her and he actually goes and gets a gift that's very heartwarming because she kind of says she's cold so he ends up spending his money to buy a nice little scarf for her and when he shows her this scarf. Well, first, she sets up the appointment for the date. And the date is at an expensive hotel, which is way more than he could afford. He's like, I can't afford this. But, you know, maybe she there's a reason why she did this. Maybe they're not right. And he gives her this gift that is heartfelt and nice. And she's like, oh, I don't really... This isn't my thing. I'm not into this type of stuff. You know, I like uh, something a little more expensive. So we'll buy something after dinner, okay? And... He stops and says, what the hell? I can't afford this. I'm poor. I, this is all hand-me-downs. And she breaks his heart. Which is really sad because he's a good person. This girl is just a, a greedy, horrible, you know, so and so forth. And he is thinking with his heart. He is now heartbroken. And as he's crying, a Santa girl comes up. A girl dressed up as Santa and she gives him a tissue to wipe his tears. Because he's upset about it. And he ends up just seeing this girl he's like you know what um listen here take this and he gives the girl the scarf the scarf that he bought for this girl that he loved and he's like you know what you take it i don't want to think about it and he's just gonna go home he's upset and sad and he runs into his two friends and it turns out that one that tomoya all the girls knew that he was cheating on them so they all were like we're just making fun of him and we're gonna string him along until it explodes in his face and then K-chan, Keiji, his pet wanted something a little harder than he wanted, so she broke with him because he found stuff elsewhere. And these guys are like, oh god, we're idiots. We, we're totally, you know what, I'm sorry guys, I didn't believe you. Let's go just hang out for, for our, for Christmas, it'll be great. And then they find out that, yeah, that, uh, so Yoshi, he has his girlfriend like, wait, you got a girlfriend? What the hell, man? We're supposed to be ride and die friends forever. And that's not the case, you know. That's what it is. It is what it is. But these guys, it's their friendship, which is the important part about this story. It's this friendship. And it is about romance. Because the next day, when they're back in school, 
turns out that he bumps into a girl walking in the hallway, really cute girl, that at first he's like, oh, she's kind of cute, but she's wearing the scarf he bought. And the scarf he bought is on this girl that he immediately is like, oh my God, it's her. And she's, and he, he falls in love with this girl and she's in a different class. Her name's Anna. And this is the story of Natsuki trying to get together with Anna. Meanwhile, all the other guys are trying to maintain or fix their relationships. And this is a stellar and truly unique story that I've got to say is fun, different, and more importantly than that, it's one which it's heartwarming. And after No Longer Heroine, that story where it was, she was literally like, I'm the, the hero of my story and it's not going to work, so I'm going to do my own thing. This is very different. This feels like if you've listened to podcasts long enough, way early on in the 30s, I talked about a manga called Boys B. And Boys B was an anthology of romantic stories that made you feel good. And this is a modern interpretation of that story. Where you have these characters who are interacting with each other, who care about each other, and who work their best to be the best they can while uh, stimulating each other and, more importantly, being there for each other. And it's a great feel-good story. And I actually want to see the live action and the anime to see if it compares as well or not. I don't know. I'm just kind of enamored by this. And here's something really cool about it. So, in the manga, in the show notes, first off, we find out that uh, Minami's uh, chibi is a cat because she's lazy. She's like, I was going to do a sloth, but my friends say I'm a cat because I'm lazy, so that's my thing. But the other thing is that while this does look like it is made with CG, she has drawn 90% of this by hand using a G-Pen because she loves a G-Pen. The only thing that the mangaka uses the computer for is for the inking process. So that's why it has that generic autofill background. But the rest of it is all by hand. And you can see the imperfections and it gives it a lovely charm that's going for it. So... What do I think about this series overall? I gotta say, this is one which is different in a good way. It's Yes, it's the trope of, oh, it's a guy that falls in love with a girl he just randomly meets. But it's the ensemble cast. Everybody is so different in all the things that they deal with. Like there's, And it isn't following a traditional narrative where it's like, here is the time and moment. It's going to be this day and we're going to follow it day by day. The first volume is all about the different seasons. It actually goes from... Christmas all the way through till beginning of March. And we see all the little different, like New Year's, we see um, Valentine's Day, and there are these little moments that make up for this up until the end of exams. And I like that they have these segments where it's like, here's, this is going to be Valentine's Day, this is going to be exam time, this is going to be New Year's and them starting over. This is, and it works out really well. Just the, the Valentine's Day of them making their own food and seeing how different they are. Like, it's like, okay, Natsuki, he's going to make truffles, but they're going to be exactly perfect. And he actually measures them out. And it's like, this one is 0.88 millimeters too big, so I'm going to file it down. Then you have uh, Keiichi. Keiichi just wants to make have a bottle of melted chocolate for fun times. And then, of course, who was the other one? Um, you had uh, Tomoya... Tomia, his whole thing is that he wants multiple different ones to look different for each person. And then, of course, we have Suyoshi, who wants to make a Gundam, because his girlfriend likes Gundam, so he's making a Gundam. He's like, you were supposed to make truffles, what the hell is this? He's like, I've made the perfect Gundam, ha ha ha. And actually, it's because uh, Tomia is great at making chocolate, that's why they went to him. Because he is the chocolate confectionery, he's a cook. So that's, they're, they're working together, and each time uh, there is an incident or an issue... 
the main character of that section is one of them. It is going to be, for example, Natsuki's the main character, or Kei-chan is going to be the main character, or Tomoyoshi's the main character, or uh, Suyoshi is going to be the main character, and they're the ones that they're leading it. Like, there's the one with they're studying for the exam, so whose time is it to shine? It's Suyoshi's time to shine. And I like that all the characters are getting their own moment to shine, and it makes it really worth it. And for that reason, for the well-pacing and the fact that this is beautiful, well-done, and it's different for shoujo in a good way, I have to give this our highest rating of. Uh, really, really, really cool. Read it now. This is one of those ones that you definitely should read now. And while I know I usually preface this with, oh, this isn't for people who don't like action or violence, read it. It's worth it. It's a great look into the mind of that time in your life when love is important to you and you're looking for it and you're trying to enable it. And it's great. Now, if you agree with me or you don't agree with me, you can uh, leave a comment down below or you can email me personally at zan, that's X-A-N, at spirekin.com or tweet me at spirekin. Let me know your thoughts. If uh, you agree with me, disagree with me, if you've read Rainbow Days, if you don't read Rainbow Days or your thoughts on this, let me know. And with that in mind, let's actually get to the most important part. And what are we talking about? We are talking about actually our manga releases for the week. These came out on the 14th of March. So the day before the Ides of March. And we're starting off with a pretty fun one, something which is a little bit different. We're talking about Animal Crossing New Horizon Volume 4. Yes, this one looks actually really cool and just, you know, it's a fun little read. Then we have Aphoretta from Commonplace to World's Strongest, the manga Volume 10. Still a great series and a great adaptation. Call Girl in Another World, Volume 6. Call of the Night, Volume 11. Dinosaur Sanctuary, Volume 2. Exhakuza and Stray Kitten, Volume 2. This manga looks adorable and insane. I must find this and I must own this. Fly Me to the Moon, Volume 16. I get the feeling that Nobikuni-san likes me, Volume 2. I'm the Evil Overlord of an Intergalactic Empire, the Light Novel, Volume 4. Kiriru Kill Me, Volume 4. Mao, Volume 10. Ma Mashal, uh, Magic and Muscle, Volume 11. My Hero Academia, Team Up Missions, Volume 3. Namikawa-san, Won't Take a Licking, Volume 3. I've never heard of this manga, and it looks interesting, and I'm wondering if it's either all fan service or if there's actually a weird story behind this. Then we have Ragna Crimson, Volume 8. She Professed Herself Pupil of the Wise Man, the Manga, Volume 8. The Duke of Death and His Maid, Volume 5. The Eccentric Doctor of the Moonflower Kingdom, Volume 1. The Great Cleric, Volume 2. Thousand Autumns, Quan Kui, the Novel, Volume 1. Yakuza Lover, Volume 8. Yorha Pearl Harbor Descent Record, A Near Automa Story, Volume 2. And then last, and certainly not least, Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs, Volume 23. Now, which of these are you most excited about? For me personally, I'm excited for Aphoretta, Call of the Night, Dinosaur Sanctuary, I'm the Evil Overlord, uh, Namikawa-san Won't Take a Licking, Duke of Death, and the Eccentric Princess of the Moonflower. Which ones you're most excited about? Email me, zanspirekin.com, or tweet me at Spirekin. Let me know your thoughts and your opinions of which ones you are most excited about. So, with that in mind, let's actually get to it because we've got a lot of good news beforehand and there's some awesome news that I have to talk about. 
And it is so cool. It is so awesome. What is that I'm talking about? Well, I have been accepted for not one, not two, not three, but six panels at Anime Boston 2023. That's right. Six panels that I'm going to be talking about. So if you want to check me out and listen to me live at a convention, you just need to go to Anime Boston, which is going to be at the Heinz Convention Center from April 6th through 9th. And I'm going to be, I have tons of panels that we're going to be talking about. And I am so excited for these. I mean, just going off from the top, I've got Intro to Manga and Manga Collection, a.k.a. Manga Anonymous. This is a panel where we're going to be talking about all the different uh, things about manga collection and the introduction into manga. Like, what do you think about manga? Is it awesome? Is it great? Where are you with it? Um, and also, the hazards of manga collecting. Like, the fact is, I am moving and there's a lot of boxes of manga. So, yeah. Next, we have A Day in the Life, Manga About Real Life. These are slice-of-life series that deal with actual real-life things. Not just, oh, here's what's happening in Yatsuba's life. No, these are things like In Sufficient Direction, which is the actual story of Director Kuhn, a.k.a., well, everyone's favorite director of Evangelion, and his wife and their story. Or Within the Light, the story, autobiographical story of a woman who is raising an autistic son. All of these are ones which you actually are realistic. Anyway, next we have the Insane Manga Challenge Idols Edition, which is going to be filled with tons of awesome musical manga questions. And because I could not get my awesome music manga panel done, I'm throwing that in there just because it's going to be awesome. But I digress. Next we have Horror and Anime and Manga 2023. Yes, I've officially gotten rid of the From Under the Bed, From Inside the Closet. It's now just Horror and Anime and Manga. It's going to be horror videos. That's it. Uh, what is it going to be on it this year? Well, there isn't a lot of horror stuff except for Jinji Ito. So I'm going to work on some classic things and some things which are kind of weird and strange. We'll see how it goes. But then we have my personal favorite, 22 manga, or sorry, 22 musical manga recommendations for grown-ups. We have some great titles on here, and I had to scrounge around looking for these. Some of these are dance mangas because they reference the actual music. For example, Susuji Wapin actually has... Uh, a playlist in it, but that one I didn't use because it is obviously not for grown-ups, even though ballroom dancing is definitely for grown-ups. Anyway, I digress. And then last and certainly not least, we have my personal favorite, I'm not old! Main characters over 30 year olds. This is a celebration of all anime and manga characters who are over 30 years old who have to deal with all that crap. We're not just talking about light novel characters, we're talking about all different types. So let's see how that goes, and it's going to be great and wonderful and amazing. And with that in mind, I want to thank all of you who are listening and watching these videos and listening to this podcast. I appreciate each and every one of you and every email I get, every comment I get. It just gives me more motivation to keep doing this podcast. And I am going to keep doing this. I'm an old man who has to read manga with thick glasses and, more important than that, large print manga. I'm going to keep doing this because I love doing this. I love giving recommendations, and I hope that you love listening to me too. And if you want to help support us, remember to like, share, and subscribe at our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash at Spirekin. Or you can actually go to our website, www.spirekin.com. Uh, like and subscribe us there. Or if you want to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin to help us create more fun content for you to enjoy. There's four tiers and tons of different things and rewards for you to get if you join us. So join us, help me create more fun content for you to enjoy. And well, I hope that you guys stay on this journey with me as long as you can. So with that in mind, let's get to the part that you have all been waiting for. The most popular part of this podcast. And what are we talking about? We're talking about that one, that only... The Wheel of Manga!
friends the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. Now, what is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on it. And what I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. So when I spin this wheel, whatever number it lands on the manga that's in that spot is what I'm going to review in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, episode 511. Yes, we are 510 episodes into this awesome podcast. And if you love these video ones and want me to keep doing that, email me, zanspyrokin.com, or leave a comment if you love seeing these videos over the audio ones. Uh, and for those of you listening in, and the audio ones, you guys are still awesome. I love each and every one of you. But anyway, let's spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? And I know I have to change, because I have the original, one of the earlier logos on the Wheel of Manga. I will change it eventually. But we're getting there. But we're at number four, the Invisible Man and his wife. And because that's going to be the last episode I'm going to be reviewing from this location... Actually, we're going to spin again, and we're going to get two mangas. So we're going to do two for the price of one. You get two mangas. How awesome is that? So let's see what we're going to do for the second one, shall we? Just for S&G. So we got Invisible Man and his wife. And then we've got Lazy Dungeon Master. Ooh, those are two good ones. So we'll see how those go. But anyway, so yeah. Let me know your thoughts and what you think. And as usual, I'm your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. I'll catch you guys next time. And keep reading manga. See you later.